pre-season is done, now it's time to start counting down to the season proper. We've got all the reaction from the Bears trip to Keithley at the weekend. This is the official Coventry Bears podcast. This is Bear Necessities. Welcome to Bear Necessities, your official Coventry Bears podcast. You'll find us every week on Spotify, Apple Podcasts or at CoventryBears.com. I'm one of your hosts, Dave Musson, and joining me as always is my co-pilot and former Bears fullback, Craig Cathcart. Craig, how are you doing? Yes, I'm good, mate. Really good. Thanks. Um, So, coming up on the show this week, we'll reflect on an experimental Bears side's 68-10 defeat away to Keithley Cougars on Sunday with another round of quickfire analysis and we'll also hear the thoughts of Bears director of rugby Alan Robinson. We'll also quickly look ahead to the upcoming draw for the third round of the Challenge Cup which of course is where the Bears enter the fray. But first, a couple of bits of news for you. So number one, least important bit of news but I'm proud so I'm going to say it anyway. I'm very happy to say that I'm now the League One features columnist for the fabulous 4020 magazine my first piece is in the new issue which came out last week so um do check that out and do congratulations mate thank you um yeah it's a really good read as well and a great magazine to be part of if you've never picked up 4020 the independent rugby league magazine lots of long reads lots of really in-depth stuff um so very pleased to have been asked to be part of that family so um yeah i'll be talking league one stuff all year and uh we'll probably sneak in a few bears references every now and then um and second, you'll remember that we gave a shout out to Sherwood Wolf Hunters. They made it through to round two of the Challenge Cup. Well, the draw has been made and they've been given a draw at home to West Bowling, who are uh, the Bradford club from the amateur game that has given us a bunch of great players over the years. Most recently, John Bateman, of course. Um, and that match is going to be streamed on the Our League app this Sunday, kicking off at 1.30pm. Now, Craig, it was it was you sort of flagged the Sherwood Wolf Hunt Cup progress last week and what a draw for them and and the fact that they're on the our league app as well it's just great for the club great for midlands rugby league as well isn't it it's yeah it's absolutely fantastic i mean they so they had 420 odd fans i think at the first game and it's just gone bonkers over the last week and a half i think with the interest in in what they've done and the progress that they've made and um they got another home draw so it's going to be absolutely huge absolutely massive and um I really, really do wish them luck. I would love to see them play the Bears in the next round. It'd be be fantastic. That would be fantastic. Um, But yeah, they've. uh, I saw that they they've agreed to donate their they admit whatever they make on admissions on the on the gate to the um, to a fund for Rob Burrow as well, which is a really good, really generous thing for them to do as a club and a real good gesture. So. I'm looking forward to watching them. The The atmosphere at the first game apparently was electric. Um, and it seems to me that rugby league's really taken off in that part of the country. Uh, I think they're, they're based in Mansfield, aren't they? Or near Mansfield. So it's great to see representation from the Midlands um, progressing in the Challenge Cup. And um, it's, it's, it's good for Sherwood. It's good for rugby league in general in the Midlands. And uh, I'm, I'm really excited to see them play on Sunday. 
Yeah, likewise. Best of luck to the Wolf Hunt. And um, yeah, not only are they donating their proceeds to, to the Rob Burrow Fund, but they've also um, sold out of their hospitality offerings way in advance. So uh, there's a real buzz about that game. Um, I think it's going to be great. And, and hopefully the atmosphere will come across on the hourly extreme as well for anyone who can't make it down in person. But uh, yeah, best of luck to Sherwood. Um, obviously to West Bowling as well, but we do have a, a Midlands bias here. And as you say, Craig, it would be, it'd be amazing to see them get through and then get drawn against the Bears. But we will talk more Challenge Cup later on in this episode. For now, let's shift our focus to last Sunday's trip to Keithley for a pre-season game against the Cougars. Um, it was very much an experimental reserve trialist squad for the Bears who um, were playing a pretty much full strength Cougars side and Bears ended up being fairly well beaten final score of 68-10 with Bears tries coming from Zach Fellows and Leon Harbour. Um, Craig and I will run through some quick fire analysis in a moment but first let's hear what Bears director of rugby Alan Robinson had to say when Craig caught up with him at TriTag Rugby on Monday night. Thank you, Alan, for joining me. So the Bears played their third pre-season game yesterday against Keithley Cougars. It was a big win for the Cougars, but I'm pretty sure you won't, won't be worried about the result in the, at the end of the day, as it was only a pre-season friendly. Uh, yeah, we uh, we took a, a a lot of trialists with us that had um, that haven't had much experience, um, but we wanted to see them in a sort of a League One environment against a, a really good side, and you know we got that. They were uh, they have a squad of twenty nine guys at Keithley. They, they played twenty three. Um, you know, pretty much the majority of their best players were, were, were you know playing in the start of the first half, uh, coming up the hill at Keithley on that pitch it was a very heavy pitch it was a real challenge and um, but that's what we wanted we wanted to have a look at a number of guys in that environment um, you know some people w- were a little bit inexperienced but um, also got got some valuable experience from from the game and uh, you know we took we took a couple of chances uh, we scored a couple of good tries um, we challenged a lot better in the second half and uh, you know we were a threat when we got in, in the right shape in the right areas of the field and, and, I, and I thought you know we took a lot from it a lot of positives um, and we learned a lot from about uh, quite a few players so um, it, it wasn't as strong a side as we put out um, the week before um, against uh, London Broncos um, you know and we did that for a reason and uh, you know I'm not really that disheartened about it uh, you know we're we're in a good place at the minute, and I think um, you know we're, we're just gearing ourselves up ready for for the Challenge Cup on the eighth uh, of February. Yeah, so um, I heard that there was a couple of really good tries yesterday as well, and and, and good defence at times as well uh, during the game. Yeah, um, defensively. Um, you know, we, we we defended back-to-back sets really well. It was just a couple of lapses in concentration, and again, you know, we Keithley play a system that that's, that was actually quite difficult to defend against. It, they caught us off guard, um, and again, it was a little bit of inexperience in defence and not not having that sort of. Um, Cohesion, I suppose, at this time of year, you know, was was difficult for us. But again, it's something you, you need to go through. It's a learning experience, um, and we need to be doing that at this time of year and, and finding those things out and and, and working on the combinations and, and uh, finding what works best. And did any players stand out for you yesterday? Um, I thought a couple of the guys um, stood, stood out with um, just. 
just discovered actually a, 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 a new young prop, Darius Hamilton, I thought, another great game. Uh, he's come in a prop and he played in the back row a little bit. Um, I thought Peter Ryan had a good game yesterday. Uh, he's come back off a little bit of injury off last year and he got a solid game under his belt. Um, a couple of the other guys who, who've been on the fringe before, Zach, Zach Fellow scored a good try on the left left side. And um, again, Kadeem, Kadeem Williams, I thought was was really strong defensively, uh, although he was uh, defending against Jake Webster, which was a real handful for him. Um, and yeah, you know, overall we, we tried some combinations. We we, um, we mixed it up quite a bit, and there was a, some people out of position at times. But again, you know, you can't have it your own all, all, all the way you want it at certain times, and that's the way it'll be in the season. And um, I mentioned at the start, it's the third of three preseason games um, ahead of the start of the season. So I'm guessing you've learned something from every, all three games. Yeah, a lot. You know, last week I thought at home with the butts it w- was pleasing. The, the Broncos were very fit and strong, and you know, although they were a young side, they were very well drilled and very professional. And you know, we, we stayed with them and we defended well. And um, you know, there, there was some great positives from that. But I think the prison service game and this game yesterday were very much a test of the new squad. And there's been a lot of new changes. And you know, you have to test out new players. We're not in a position where we've got players on a shelf all the time that we just got to convey about you know we have to we have to find new players and we have to develop them and it's games like this at this time of year where we have to sound them out and you know I think we've done that yeah and I guess um, looking forward now to the start of the season um, these three games you'll have seen which areas you need to work on in the next few weeks Uh, yeah um, uh, we're, we're definitely looking at strength in a couple of areas. Um, we, we have uh, the squad we have at the moment, but also with a dual registration, obviously with Dewsbury. Uh, we're, we're talking to Dewsbury at the minute and a couple of other clubs as well in relation to where, where we need to strengthen. And certainly from yesterday, it gives us a bit more of an idea of uh, what we need. We think we need to do um, to, to slide in a couple of positions. Um, but... Uh, that that's business. That's the way it is. Uh, we want to be more competitive this year. We want to get closer to the teams, um, and uh, you know we, we, everyone's working hard and putting the hours in as well. So we've just got to keep focusing on that, focusing on the job at hand, um, and uh, hopefully that you know we can uh, we'll stop. We'll make a good start to the season. Thank you, Alan. Uh, I'm really looking forward to the start of the season too. Thank you. Thank you. Help out the Bears even more in 2020 by joining the free Our League app. Not only will you get access to great news and content from across Rugby League all week, that's League One, Championship, Super League, the Women's Super League, PDRL and the international scene, you'll also find matches live streamed every weekend, podcasts, competitions, games and more. And even better, you can select the Coventry Bears as your chosen team to proudly show off your support for our club. We'd also really appreciate it if you did select the Bears as your team, as there's a chance that some of our funding could be dependent on how many registered fans we have on our league in the future. So, the more, the merrier. Join now for free by searching for the Our League app in your app store or by visiting membership.rugby-league.com. 
So thanks to Alan for joining us and giving us his thoughts on Sunday's game and on preseason as a whole. So Craig, uh, let's get ready for the quick fire analysis. Now, for those who don't remember, who didn't join us last week, um, it's a new style of analysis for this uh, this season. We're going to pick a handful of talking points for each match and spend a maximum of three minutes on each talking point. So we we cover loads of ground, but we don't spend too long doing it. And I will set a timer that will go off when we reach our three minutes. Um, so this week we've picked four talking points, and they are number one: there's no need to panic. Number two, let's look at the positives from Sunday. Number three, the real work actually starts now. And number four, slightly off topic from Sunday, but uh, the completely imagined bare necessities pre-season cup, which we will get to later on. Um, So let's kick off with the fact that we shouldn't panic and I will start the timer and I will kick this one off. So the timer is started. Um, Let's face it, it was a reserve team for the Bears. It was a bunch of guys many of whom have not played at this level and it was a really useful exercise for the coaching staff to test them out in a in a really tough match environment and also the Cougars as I said were essentially at full strength and it was one of their players testimonials so it was always going to be set up to ensure a home win really and you would always expect the the Cougars to have really gone for it yes I would have liked the Bears to concede fewer points but I'm not at all worried I don't this is I don't think this is a reflection of the team or the performance we're going to get when the league starts in a few weeks um, and it's that old cliche isn't it it's pre-season you should never put too much stock in pre-season particularly on the results side of thing and we're going to talk about the positives in a minute but yeah I, I obviously don't like to see the Bears get beaten by that much but I'm still not panicking not worried at all and happy that the coaching staff have had a really good test for some of those untried players to get a real sense of who's willing to stand up and who maybe isn't quite ready to take take this step this season so um yeah, that's it from me, Craig. What, what do you think in terms of in terms of not panicking? I think um, yeah, preseason really doesn't mean anything in the same way that you can't get overly excited about a decent win. You shouldn't shouldn't worry too much about a defeat, particularly against the Keithley side, who are more than likely going to be challenging at the top. I think, and I'm going to throw a Liverpool reference in here. I mean, Liverpool lost, I think, three three preseason games um, before the start of this season. Look at where they are in the league and how well they're doing. It really doesn't mean anything. It's an opportunity to look at players, to test players, um, look at fringe players, see if they're ready to make the step up. And it's an opportunity to try out different moves, different sets, different bits of defensive work. You know, I think we the Bears have had three preseason games and, and the coaching staff will have learned something different from every single game. You know, I think um, Keithley was a really good test. You know, you've got to, um, you've got to give... You know, give the guys a go against a, a top top side and, and see how they get on. And um, I'm pretty sure, actually, probably um, the coaching team will have learned the most from this game um, rather than than the previous two that they won. So um, I mean, a strike rate of two out of three wins in preseason is not bad at all. Um, and um, you know, I, I think I think um, as I mean, we're going to move on to it at the minute, but there'll be there will be some positives to take from from uh, what was a what was a tough game but it will have hardened a few people up as well and, and made them aware of what it's going to take this season to be to be as good as they can possibly be perfect 10 seconds to spare great stuff so um topic two then you mentioned them just now craig the, those positives from sunday so you may as well start this one i'll start the timer now off you go on the positives yeah so um as i i'm aware i think both tries were taken really really well 
couple of young lads. Um, uh, Alan has already mentioned his interview. A couple of young lads um, stepped up well and, and looked really good. I think uh, individually there was some good individual defensive performances. I think for me, probably the, the biggest positive in terms of preparation for the season is that the coaching team at the Bears will now know which areas they potentially need to strengthen between now and the start of the season, which is is still, what, four, three, four weeks away. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's time to do the, put that extra work in on training. There is time to potentially look at um, dual registration options. There's time to look at loan options, um, uh, you know, in, in areas that potentially need strengthening. But I think the squad are looking pretty good. You know, the, there's been a lot of positives coming out of the camp in terms of how the training has gone. There's a set of values which have been ingrained in the, in the playing group. And, um, you know, I, I think there is um, a lot to be positive about in particular. You know, if you look at all three preseason games as a whole, um, there was a lot of very good performances within those three games. Yeah, definitely. I mean, for me, I think the fact that we scored a couple of tries um, on Sunday, and and by all accounts from um, from those who were, who were there and saw it firsthand, you know that we could have had more, but for a, a quite tough Cougars defense, I think. Personally, I think from Sunday's game, I think really great to see Zach Fellows bag a try. You know, he's been around the fringes for a while now. And I think him with a bit of confidence and showing that he can finish, is going to provide really good competition for Hayden Freeman and Reese Rance, who we would expect to be the starting wingers. But it's you want strength in depth and you want competition for those places. I think really good for Leon Harbour to score as well. I mean, you know, he missed all of last season through injury. Um and he came in with with quite a quite a good reputation, quite an exciting prospect. And you know, he I thought he was good against the Broncos. And the fact that he's got on the score sheet this time around, again, very excited to see how he gets on this year. And and just the fact that you know, like you say, it's going to give the coaching staff so much to learn from. I mean, that when we got that squad list through over the weekend, you know, I, I sort of did a double take because I didn't really recognise many names on there, and that's because there was quite a few fringe players and sort of trialists. And the fact they've been thrown into that that den that is Cougar Park and Cougar Mania and they've come out of it you know with it with a shed load of experience and, and loads of things to for the coaching staff to work on I think I think yeah lots of positives from that and from pre-season as a whole as you said and five seconds left so I'm going to turn it off before we get the alarm sounding at us so topic three then the fact that the hard work effectively starts now um craig i think you should start this one because i'm going to start the the final topic so uh i'll set you going on the timer um let's hear your thoughts on on what's left to do between now and the season yeah so i think um one of the one of the biggest things that i have gathered from from observing the the pre-season is that one thing that the alan and the the rest of the coaching team want to work on is working with the guys, ensuring that there is, uh, everyone turns out to training, that everyone works really hard. You know, there's, as I said, there's, what, three weeks to a potential Challenge Cup game or, or a Challenge Cup game, and then the league starts, I think, on the 16th of February. So there is time to work and work hard and get ready for the start of the season. One thing that the, the Bears players will need to need to do, and, and, and this has been, infor- you know, reinforced with them, is that in order for them to compete with teams in this league, then they need to work harder than everyone else to ensure that they're competitive. They can only get better by training hard and working hard and being together as a group. And, um, you know, this, I think, is a key two to three weeks in, in their development. They'll, have, they'll look at what, 
what has happened in the, the pre-season games. They'll look, I'm sure, watching videos back. They'll work with players. A few of these players will realise now uh, as well is that um, it's not just about sort of running hard and tackling hard. You have to work together as a group. And, and that's um, that's one thing that the coaching staff are, are massively working on. Yeah, definitely. I, I think for me, it's, you know, it's, now it's about it's about focus and it's about really consolidating what has been shown across these three matches and i think as alan touched on in his interview with you craig like strengthening in terms of extra personnel where necessary but actually just coming together as a squad and you know, drawing on that spirit that they showed in particular against the broncos earlier in the month you know that in that game especially they looked fit they looked disciplined and there was a lot to build on there and you know they've got to take these other experiences from the other games and you know, we've, we've said it already at the start, but you know, pre-season results particularly, pre-season counts for nothing. Obviously, the pre-season is a massively useful exercise in terms of getting that game time and trying out some moves and trying out some different combinations and people. But the results are nothing to, to get het up about. And it's it's now they've got some material to work from. So get together as a squad, work for each other, commit not just to each other, but commit to the cause in terms of turning up for training and, and making yourself available for games and, and really focus on, on the challenge ahead. And I think if they do all that, then you know there's a really good chance of the, the team hitting the ground running. And I think I think they're going to be really fit from the start this year, which I'm excited to see because yeah, they showed that against the Broncos. They went with them toe-to-toe and ended up beating them. So a bit of focus, a bit of discipline, and I think we'll be absolutely fine. And um, we've got two seconds left, so I'm going to cancel that. Right then. Fourth and final topic. This is the uh, the fictional Bear Necessities Cup. So I will start this, and I'll start by explaining what I mean. So let's let's start the timer. So basically, I got jealous this weekend seeing um, Workington v Whitehaven and Sheffield v Doncaster both attaching a trophy to their traditional pre-season games. And I know that scholars always get a game against Wigan too, which is a bit of a celebration. So I got thinking, you know, who would we like to see the Bears face every pre-season for a piece of silverware that? let's say this podcast is going to pretend to sponsor. So I've come up with two options. There's, a, there's an obvious one, which is us playing Leeds in Coventry every year for what I'm going to call the 1913 Cup, which is in honour of that Leeds-Coventry match from 1913, when Leeds beat Coventry by a club record score of 102 nil. Um, obviously not necessarily a score the Bears want to celebrate every year, but if it's a reason to, to get Leeds down to Coventry every year, then that would be fun. Either that, or I was looking, I was looking at what, of other geographical options we've got that are relevant to Coventry. Looking through Coventry's twin towns and twin cities and there's a certain um, team with a red star as their logo that happened to be based in one of Coventry's twin cities. So um, yes, I'm conscious that this might actually become a league fixture soon enough but how about it? A pre-season Twinners Cup between Coventry and Red Star Belgrade? I'd be happy with that. Um, so yeah, Craig, your choice for a pre-season cup no, for the Bears. That's a fantastic idea. I mean, it's a real shame for me that, say, the likes of Oxford and Hemel are no longer uh, in the league structure because they they previously were the, the closest geographically. It would have been good to, to have a bit of a... I mean, Oxford would have been the obvious choice because, um, you know, the less than an hour's drive, really, um, to get there. But I think in terms of... Um, what I would like to see is I'd like to see a bit of a Midlands focused thing. And I think maybe possibly not necessarily the Bears first team, but it would be good to have a little mini round robin tournament within the Midlands, maybe involving some of the other Midlands teams as a bit of a, 
a warm-up before the start of the season. It would give the Bears an opportunity to give some fringe players a run-out, some um, perhaps some people who want to get involved in a community Bears team and, um, you know, maybe play the likes of, of, of Sherwood Wolf Hunt, um, New Ravens, you know, Nottingham Outlaws, those sorts of teams and and have a bit of a, a round-robin tournament. Um, that, that would be really good. I mean, obviously, um, you know, possibly a first choice bears side would um would be too strong f- for the other teams but it would be um it would be good to get some sort of midlands tournament maybe even a nines tournament um ahead of the start of the season that that would be a good option i think yeah i like the sound of that great brilliant and seven seconds left that was stopped stop the clock on 007 there just like james bond um brilliant great stuff listeners do let us know if you've got any ideas for who for what a bears pre-season um trophy thing should look like and who the bears might want to play um i think we've got some good ideas there. i, I really like the idea of the nines tournament actually that's um that's one of those things that is growing in popularity isn't it particularly with the uh, the world nines last year and the potential for the being a sort of nines fringe tournament in the commonwealth in birmingham in a couple of years so some good stuff there excellent good work Make sure you don't miss a single try, tackle, pass, kick or gut-busting run of the Bears 2020 season. Order your season ticket now. Membership includes access to all 10 of our home Betfred League One games this year at the Butts Park Arena, as well as access to our members bar. Season tickets are just £125 for adults, £110 for concessions, £50 for 12 to 16 year olds, while under 12s get in free when accompanied by an adult. And for a limited time, GoCV cardholders can purchase a 2020 season ticket for just £105. To bag your season ticket, head to coventrybears.com membership and we'll see you at the next home game. Come on, Bears! So, before we finish, uh, let's switch back to the Challenge Cup then. So the draw for the third round will be made next Monday and that's where the Bears and the rest of League One come in. Now, obviously, at this stage, as we sit here recording, um, round two hasn't happened yet, so we don't know who is going to win those matches and we don't know who will be in the bag alongside the League One teams. Um, But we thought, anyway, to round off the show this week, we'd each say who we'd like to see the Bears drawn against in a sort of fantasy draw-picking world. So, um, Craig, let's have have your uh, choice first. I think I've said it a couple of times already in in the last show and then in this one, but... um... Sherwood Wolf Hunt definitely would be would be my choice. Uh, you know, I really want them to get through. I really want a Midlands derby of of a kind. That would be fantastic for me. I think, though, otherwise, um, I I quite like the idea of Dissington um, a repeat match against them, potentially away. See see what it's like um, up up there. You know, I think I really enjoyed the the game against them, and their fans were were really genuine, like genuine nice people. So um, a repeat against them would be good as well. Yeah, and perhaps we could get one of their fans on the show to explain quite why they do have a naked bearded man as their club <laughs> badge, because that is still slightly haunting and very confusing every time I see it. Um, so for me, I, I the, the cliche when it comes to cup draws is that you know anyone at home basically i'd like to see a home match but only if we can play it on the saturday because i'm not around on the sunday of third round weekend so selfishly if we do get drawn at home i'd be sad if i have to miss it as for the opposition uh two thoughts for me i think like you 
um, Sherwood Wolfhunt would be brilliant. Actually, either of those teams, whoever wins that match, I think I think would be a great matchup for the Bears. I think Sherwood for the for the Midlands Derby point of view, um, or West Bowling because you know it's it's nice to play one of those names that are sort of renowned throughout the community game, um, and it'd be an interesting an interesting test. Um, my other thought actually is for us to get drawn against the West Wales Raiders and. I'd like to see the Bears beat them and sort of lay any ghosts to rest from that defeat in Clenethley last season. And, um, and you know, the, there's a bit of logic in there in terms of starting the season against a League One team before the league campaign get, gets up and running proper. Um, to be honest, I'm not really... I don't really mind too much, as long as it's not Doncaster away again, which seems to happen pretty much every year, apart from 2018 when we when we got past the, th- the third round. Um because it was Doncaster away last year, wasn't it? And the two years before that, it was Doncaster away. So as long as it's not that, I don't mind too much. But yeah, as long if- as it's not a League One team away, I think um, home home draw is what you really want from from a Challenge Cup. Playing at home, you can beat anyone. But um, yeah, the Bears have had some really tough away games in the in the third round um, over the years. Um, you know, so yeah, I, I, re- I would really like to see a good cup run this year. I think two years ago in 2018, it was fantastic to get through to the fifth round and, and play witness. Um, it was really, really enjoyable. And it, it's, it started off the season really well. It, um, it created a bit of a buzz and a feel good factor around the club. It was, uh, it was brilliant. Yeah. Yep. Well, as it is, we'll uh, we'll have to wait and see what happens in the draw on Monday. But we will be back next week to discuss who the Bears get in that draw. Um, and I think next week feels like a sensible time to to bring you our wider season preview as well, because the week after we'll obviously be previewing the Challenge Cup. So uh, we'll put our heads together on that and come up with with something uh, useful for you as we head into the new season. Um, but before then, I guess thanks as always for listening. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss a single beat or a single episode. And Craig, thanks as always to you for joining me and I will catch you next week. Cheers.